0: Hi, my name is Soraya,
1: and I'm Yasmin, and this
0: is the Suss Not Suss Pog, are two unapologetic sisters dismantling mental health stigma, one conversation at a time. <laughs> Hi Yazzie. Hi. <laughs> how are you I, going? Good. I just thought I'd show a bit of pizzazz there since, you know, we're going to be showing this clip on Instagram. <laughs> a little
1: pizzazz.
0: A little pizzazz. Yeah. I like
1: it. I like it. So how you been? good i'm cold it's laundry day i have no jackets i have a blanket on my legs but my arms are cold so
0: you need to get yourself like an udi or something
1: you know what um yeah i had an udi but no no. ha ha inside (laughs) joke (laughs) um nah they're just too bulky tbh fair enough um and i don't like that much weight on me
0: (laughs) interesting okay
1: cool cool yeah yeah what are we talking about today dude
0: uh we are talking about toxic positivity that was my topic for this week so yeah then we. i thought you know since we talked about toxic behavior the last couple of weeks and recognizing your own toxicity i thought it would would be Mm. a good thing to sort of talk about toxic positivity which is Also something that by the survey that we did on our Instagram, not many people know about or know that it's a thing. Um, So yeah, what is toxic positivity? Um, Lay it down on me, sis. I will lay it down on you, sis. Okay, (laughs) so it's using positivity as a way to deny, devalue and nullify what someone is going through, even yourself. So you can even do it to yourself with toxic positivity too. Um, It disallows the other person if you're doing it to them or yourself to properly process their emotions and feelings in a situation which in turn can have long um, standing effects such Mm -hmm. as, you know, added anxiety and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And also like repression of your feelings and emotions is not healthy and mm-hmm. dismissing someone's feelings with positivity is toxic Correct. uh you might think you're helping someone by being positive and just going like look at the bright side of life but that's actually a way of denying them from actually talking about their or talking about or processing their mental health issues so yeah it also sort of
1: like in, invalidates their issues right because you could mm. just be like oh well it, it's kind of just like saying oh well it's nothing yeah. What you're going through. It's nothing. Just think of the bright things. Like think of the happy things. You know, you have a roof over your head.
0: Exactly. No,
1: Don't worry about it. Go for a walk. You'll be fine. Get over it.
0: Exactly. Um, So have you ever experienced that in the past, Yazzie, or? Oh,
1: like one too many times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many times. Yeah.
1: I had someone really recently come up to me, like, because, you know, I haven't really been great at communicating my mental health in the past because I didn't really hundred percent understand it myself. Right. Mm. Now that I'm in a place that I am really good at communicating what's going on with me. Um, I found it really interesting that, that, someone very recently after all that communication was just like, yeah, but like, why can't you just get over it? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I would love if I could just get over it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't try to that. I, you know, I went through this period. It was six months where I tried really hard to just get over it. Newsflash, Mm. it was a very volatile period for me. I
0: I think the thing that people don't seem to understand either is that when you're dealing with, like, for example, I don't know if this was your situation, but sometimes when you're dealing with things, it's not just the one thing that is the major thing, but then other stuff sort of piles on on that. Yeah. And because you haven't dealt with the initial issues or the other issues that have stemmed from that and when you are actually ready to to, because like let's face it talking about our own emotions and feelings and mental health is already difficult enough to then have Mm -hmm. someone tell you and nullify and devalue your feelings in two seconds when you finally do have the courage to talk to someone about them yeah To me, it's because you're talking to the wrong people. But, you know, at the same time, too, I think a lot of people don't know how to properly deal with someone who is going through mental health issues, which I noticed was like another thing that came up in the survey that we did is that a lot of people wanted tips on actually how to support and help people with mental health issues.
1: Which makes sense. And I'm like, I'm really grateful for those people opening up and being like, I actually don't know. Mm. Because I think a lot of the times when it comes to that po- toxic positivity that I'll oh, just get over it. I'll just look on the bright side. Like there are so many things going on with life. A lot of that comes down to ignorance. Like if yeah. these people really knew what it was like mm. um, to be experiencing what the person is talking about, then they wouldn't be just saying, look on the bright side of things. I think we do that when we don't understand what's going on, we don't know how to understand it and we don't really want to put the work in.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I thought I'd share like why the reasons that um, positivity in this, like being positive is not a bad thing when it, be- it <clears throat> becomes toxic, when you're devaluing someone else's feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the reason why it is toxic is because it makes a person feel ashamed of how they feel. And it makes them feel like they have to be silent because no one wants to hear the negativity, which yeah, is really, absolutely. really hard. Um, because if, if for someone to talk about the, like I said before, for someone to talk about their mental health issues, that takes a lot of courage. And when you finally have the courage to tell someone and then they just tell you like, you know, don't be so negative negative that's kind of like oh my god I I, ha- I haven't been though I've been trying to like get over this and I'm coming to you for help and now yeah. I feel ashamed because I feel like you know I've put all my crap on you, on you. and I should feel ashamed for how I'm feeling because yeah. you know um I should feel ashamed of how I'm feeling because, you know, you don't want to hear that. And I've just yeah. put that on you, so.
1: It definitely makes people feel, and myself personally have felt in the past, it makes you feel like you're a burden. Mm-hmm. Your emotions are a burden. You're yeah. too much um, because you are in a place where as much as you try to look on the bright side of things, the things that you're dealing with, your trauma is still looming behind you. Yeah. So as much as you try to just, get over it you can't so you feel like an emotional burden you feel like there's something wrong with you and it just it it, it fuels that internalized stigma
0: yeah and, and i and i feel as well is that when those people who have done mm. that sort of toxic positivity then they then wonder like well why is this person now isolating themselves it's like because they've been made to feel like their mental health issues one are not important and mm. two sh- you like they shouldn't bother you with yeah. them yeah absolutely um, and and it, like it just dis- it also disallows the person to healthily process feelings and their trauma which yeah. can lead to increased anxiety over the situation and mm. also yeah. like not allow them to process it as well as you know because a lot of the times with mental health issues if you don't deal with like the actual trauma itself little Mm -hmm. things outside of that trauma can set you off and then people think like you're a you know you're a psycho or you have issues because you've snapped in an area which is wouldn't like if you were okay and had dealt with your trauma you probably wouldn't have snapped in the first place but it's like sort of that residual like anxiety all the time.
1: Yeah. I think definitely the, the thing with toxicity positivity is like, it increases that isolation feeling and that shame. So yeah. you feel like there's no one you can talk to. There's no one you can lean on. And that feeling within itself of, you know, not knowing who to turn to, not knowing who to speak to, having it all occur in your head yeah. would feel so much anxiety. You wouldn't sleep. You'd be on edge all the time. It just makes things so much worse. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And um, so like some of the different forms of toxic positivity is uh, Mm -hmm. telling someone or yourself that it could be worse, because there are people out there that have it worse than you or us. Um, Mm -hmm. Telling someone to not be so negative. Which we already yeah. touched on before, uh, telling someone to turn that frown upside down. That's one that always used to really, really annoy me. <laughs>
1: it's like, fuck uh, off. I will frown if I damn want to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and another one is just forget about it. Think happy thoughts, positive vibes, good vibes. Exactly. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Good vibes, good only, vibes is an, only is another form of toxic positivity. Yeah.
1: Mm. one of my uh one of the things i learned to that i didn't like was people being like oh, don't be like that it's like you could like you could frame that so much better being like hey why are you being like that like or why are you reacting that way is there something wrong but to turn around and be like don't be like that you're being like so negative it's such a drainer it's like okay maybe you could offer me your support rather than making Mm -hmm. me feel shit for not being like, I'm happy.
0: My life is turning to shit. Exactly. Um, Like the one that gets me is the whole, like trying to force someone like I've experienced it where they try to force you to think of like a different perspective, like your life could be so much worse. Like, you know, (sighs) be grateful for what you have at the moment, which yeah, be grateful for the, st- like, your wins and all that little stuff. That's fine. But if you're mm. feeling bad, your your feelings are valid. It's okay yeah. to feel bad in a situation. Um, mm. So, like, another another thing as well um, that, like, I had a discussion with a friend before because I had done it myself. Like, I have done, you know, toxic positivity towards myself where I'm just like, Oh, but you know, it, it could be worse. Like the X, Y, Z could be happening to me, or I could be going through this at the moment. And she's just yeah. like to me, or, or like when I've talked about like my sexual trauma in the past, I'm like my sexual mm-hmm. assault in the past. I'm just like, look, at least, you know, I wasn't like, I was sexually assaulted, but you know, I wasn't actually fully raped or anything like that. And she's just like sexual assault, sexual assault. It still will affect you no matter how minor or how big it is um and like that was just like a way of me trying to I thought that was a good way for me to try and like make me feel better but what that was making me not do was actually face that trauma and deal with those Mm -hmm. issues because I myself was devaluing it or nullifying it by saying well I could have had it so much more worse compared to other stories I've heard of people of sexual assault
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm. I, I mean, like I've been in the same boat up until like super recently, cause I didn't know toxic positivity was a thing. Like I knew it existed, but I, you know, couldn't put a name or a topic to it up until like a month ago. And before that, I'd always be like, Oh, you know, um, you know, this COVID things really got me down. I'm really not coping. Um, I'm really struggling and my anxiety is really high, but, you know, I've got a roof over my head, you know, I'm not dying. I'm not on a ventilator, so we're all good, mm. you know? And, like, I think it is sometimes good to put what you're going through into perspective to be like, okay, I'm grateful for these things. I'm grateful for the fact that while I'm going through this, this isn't also going on. Yeah. But to completely nullify and be like, you know, I'm having a shit time, but at least I'm not dying, mm is is different it's a very different approach
0: yeah Yeah. um and i totally agree and like another thing i found too on um a psychology group's website i think from fort lauderdale i think it was um i Mm -hmm. didn't realize another form of positive um sorry toxic positivity was uh failure is not an option you can succeed in <gasps> yes, whatever, you put, whatever you put your mind to, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. it doesn't allow yeah. hustle, someone hustle, 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 hustle. If you hustle, 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 you get where you want to be or failure is not yeah. an option. Grind. Like grind, 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 yeah. try like um, pretty much like, you know, never quit, sick. don't never, quit. Quit. never quit. Don't quit, don't quit, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. to me, and I didn't realize I was a form of positive, like uh, toxic positivity yeah. because that, is the world that we're living in at the mo- moment. There's such a massive hustle culture that mm. I didn't realize. And you know what? That's probably why a lot of the time, like especially how I feel where mm. I feel guilty for not hustling all the time. Like I'm trying to start yeah. my own business and there's some days where I'm just like, I, I just need a day off. Like I feel so burnt out right now. And then I feel yeah. guilty because I'm not, hustling and i'm like okay well this means i'm not going to be successful because you know i'm not Mm. trying hard enough if that makes sense
1: yeah if you're like this is a thing like i think we spoke about it a few episodes back um in our toxic positivity towards yourself Mm. that's sort of like our corporate culture our work culture at the moment where you basically have to you know work yourself into a hole to be successful that's the same as rise and grind i mean Mm. if you're pushing yourself to the point to do something that you would like to do but doesn't at the end of the day make you really happy like you're just putting yourself at a detriment
0: yeah. and also it has rise and grind has the word grind in it that means crush yeah. that means like ground to a fine powder that's not a good thing yeah. if you're doing that to yourself and the fact I, is yeah, yeah. And the fact is, rise and grind is a perfect example of toxic positivity. It's just like, just rise and grind, girl. Just rise and grind. Grind till you get it. Yeah. I personally like to rise and flourish. (laughs) I personally
1: (laughs) like to rise, give myself a bit about of an hour before I decide you know, thinking about actual things, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if I were to rise and grind every day, I'd probably cry in the morning.
0: Yeah, but I think as well the reason why it's a form of uh, toxic positivity is because it does not Mm -hmm. allow the person to fail failure is a part of life as hard as that i know i know that's hard. that's probably a new concept in this day (laughs) and age of manufactured perfect bloody instagram stories and instagram Mm -hmm. like you know having a perfect life and edited Mm -hmm. life but failure Mm -hmm. happens and failure is good because the way that you learn and you grow in life is by constantly failing
1: yeah i am personally like a little while ago I was having like a really tough time and I was being really hard on myself and Mm. I stopped myself in the middle of a thought and I was just like, I'm 99% sure when you first learned to ride a bike, you probably fell off a few times. Also you needed to use training wheels. You were not great from the get go. Like you needed to crawl before you had to walk, like calm the fuck down. You're okay. Your failing is okay. If you want to keep going with this thing, Mm. then you're allowed Mm. to learn from your failures If you decide the failure is going to be like, well, I don't really want to do this thing anymore. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Then quit. I think also, sorry, sorry, uh, talking about rise and grind and toxic positivity, this thing of like, don't quit.
0: Oh yeah, no, 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 no. It's okay to stop, reassess if this is what you, what you really want to do. And if it is learn from the failures that you like learn from the failures or the missteps that you did in order to get where you yeah. are now and then learn from those things. So then you can use those steps or find yes. out ways to work through those things and do those in the future to help you get there. And if you still don't get this, yes. that's okay because if you still want it, then you'll learn from those future failures too. Like yes. we were discussing you know, we were discussing about me going back to uni next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, what were the issues that I had previous times? And one thing is, is that I hyper-focus on things. Um, mm. And I tend to lose track when I'm in a lecture situation because I'll resonate yeah. so much with what someone has said that I'll add, mm. like I'll be doing my notes and add my two bits in. And then I miss everything the lecture sa- said. Mm. And I'm like, and, for so, the well, longest time I'm just like, well, that just means that school's not for me. I can't be like, I can't learn things and all this sort of stuff instead of me going, well, what can I do in this situation? Because I, I just felt like a failure because I couldn't yeah. keep up. I couldn't retain the information. So then I dropped out. Yeah.
1: Because
0: I didn't, I didn't learn from it because I felt like I had to be like this, you know, the perfect <laughs> student. And because I couldn't do these things like everyone else was doing, mm. I dropped out. Yeah. But now I'm just like, okay, so what didn't work in those situations? And I'm like, well, you know what? I can record the lecture and then listen back yeah. to it again. Yeah. And then that, this is a way that we can learn from our failures yeah. and, our, and our failings. Because guess what? We're not all the same. We're going to go through exactly. things differently.
1: Exactly. And you know what? You would have never been able to have that learning curve mm. where you actually grew from an experience of failure if you were like, doesn't it matter, it's fine, think good thoughts, good vibes only, like you would have never learnt from that experience because that whole good vibes only dismisses everything that you could learn from a traumatic or not very great experience.
0: Exactly. Um, one thing that mum mom got me to read. Mm-hmm. Love her. Yes, I love her too. Um,
1: Shout out. Hi, mum. Love you. Thanks for giving birth to us.
0: So trying to get out of that whole toxic positivity mindset of not learning from her failures and that failures is okay. um, To read the book Mindset about changing the way you think (gasps) to fulfill your potential by Dr. Carol Estwick. I highly, Yeah. yeah, I highly recommend this um i was just looking up on my kindle what it was that book is so amazing because it's literally talking about learning from your failures and that it's okay to learn it's okay to fail
1: this is not that book
0: oh no it's not (laughs) (laughs) she has it in her bookshelf
1: yeah i thought dad put it in my bookshelf this is not that book this is a this is a this has got a photo of smoked salmon on it. This is not that book.
0: No. Goodbye. But anyway, um, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And mm. something that she talks about a lot because she's a, um, a, a teacher, mm. something that she talks about a lot that she uses in terms of, you know, academic thinking. But I think hearing her talk about it so much has really helped me is the growth mindset. Which is that's, essentially that's, what that book is about.
0: That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot yeah. what it, yeah, it was about. Yeah, growth mindset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right. um, because
1: it, 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 it's the whole idea about growth mindset is to stop yourself from thinking, like, I'm a failure, I didn't do this right. Because, you know, everyone's supposed to get it right in the first go, right? Like Usain yeah. Bolt won his first gold medal the first time he ever ran, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the thing with growth mindset is like, okay, this didn't work. Even if like, I'm really upset right now, uh, I'm just going to walk away, not think about it for five minutes and then come back and reevaluate and be like, okay, this didn't work. Why didn't it work? What can I learn for next time? How can I make this better next time from what I've learned from this time Mm -hmm. and keep moving from there, which you're not going to get if someone just turns around to you and goes, oh. Look on the bright side. You'll be fine. Don't worry yeah,
0: about it. Exactly. You'll never learn. You'll
1: just keep making the same
0: mistakes. Or, or also someone t- saying to you, gold is the only thing that you can get and success. Like failure is not an option, which is also another that. form of, you know, toxic positivity. So, like shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so with people who are listening, if you have mm-hmm. sort of done a few of these things that before, like don't feel bad because a lot of the time we think that we are helping the person that we're talking to yeah to try and make them happy but in the end it's actually making them feel ashamed and you shouldn't feel but like please don't don't feel bad about that because i've done these things too and i didn't realize yeah. this was a thing because you know we're so ingrained to say these things to people when they are upset it's like no it's okay like you know everything will be fine um and sometimes yeah. that's not the case so these are the things that you should say to people instead, if they are trying to deal with trauma or in a negative headspace. So one thing is just be there for the person, ask how they're feeling and actually listen, listening to them. Mm -hmm. Don't then go ahead and give your unsolicited advice unless they ask for your advice on how to deal with the situation. Just be there for the person, let them process their, their feelings.
1: Yeah. And a simple uh, way of being there for someone without offering solicited advice, unsolicited advice is just saying, either I understand what you're going through or I couldn't imagine what you're going through, but I'm sorry that you're going through that.
0: Yeah. And just telling them that their feelings are valid and go, that freaking sucks. And I'm so sorry, this is happening to you, Exactly. Um, you know, and also just saying to them, like, is there anything that I can do to help? And yeah. if they say, look, no, I'll, I'll be okay, then, you know, go, I will call, like, let me know if I can do anything for you, or if you need any help, or if they turn around to you and actually ask for your advice, then that's when you give your your advice, but please don't give the advice of just be happy. (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't
1: do that. If someone's asking you for advice and you don't know what to say, then just be honest and say, look, I'm really sorry. I don't actually know what I can do to help. Can we work something out together?
0: Exactly. Um, And talking further about the whole toxic positivity with failure and success, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if they've gone through a failure just ask them what they can learn from this and take it on for next time to show yeah. failure is a part of growth and can lead to success in the future
1: yeah definitely definitely and i think look when we talk about um toxic positivity like you were saying at the start of the episode where you were like you know um you know focusing on what you're grateful for or focusing on the good things that are happening is awesome but it's something that needs to happen not to dismiss Mm -hmm. what you're going through. Like say, for example, I'm talking to you about what I'm going through. Right. And we go back and forth for a little bit. I'm really upset. And once I start feeling a bit better, then you turn around to me and say, you know what, think about the good things that you've got going on right now. You know, like don't forget about these things whilst you're working through the other stuff. Yeah. As opposed to, Just focus on those things and that's your entire life.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that is toxic positivity. So that's, you know, a basic sort of thing of what it is. I hope you guys have Mm -hmm. learned some new things.
1: Yes, I have learned Mm. a
0: lot. I did too well and I was just like oh I've done that before and you know yeah. like if, you, if you've done that before that that's okay at least you know now that's not what to do to help someone process mm-hmm. through what they're feeling
1: yeah it's it's never too late to learn and unlearn behaviors um it's something that we're going to have to do every day for the rest of our lives Yes, yeah.
0: and growth mindset growth mindset <laughs> Growth mindsets, that's what it's all about. <laughs> growth mindset. Great. Which I will try to do f- an episode in the future on. I think that'd be a good one yes. too.
1: Yeah. I'll also put up a photo of the book in our stories. I'll find it in Mum's ridiculous bookshelf. Like <laughs> yes. I get lost just looking at it. Um I will find it. I will take a photo and I will put it up on the Instagram for anyone who would love to read it.
0: Yes, I highly recommend it. Um, it's amazing. Mm. And yeah yeah just uh there's also like some infographics out there about toxic positivity we'll try and find some and add them onto the instagram um there's quite a few of them out there that shows like what toxic positivity is and then on the other side says what you should say instead yeah which is really and also
1: toxic positivity in different situations i found Mm -hmm. a few infographics like that so we'll try and share that um yeah But as always, like, you can always, like, ask us and be like, hey, what would toxic positivity look like in XYZ situation, like in a relationship situation or a school-like setting? And we can try and find that infographic or information for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Yazzie, what was the self-care thing that you did in this last week? for yourself
1: um so something I've been doing lately is uh creating fun playlists mm-hmm. um I up until like really recently I would just like throw everything in like my most liked like music folder in Spotify and then I would just like pick and choose and it was always really random and chaotic and I hated it um but I finally started setting aside time and creating myself like really cute curated playlist for like Ooh, different moods and fun. different yes and it's really awesome because now when I'm like specifically in a specific mood and I want to listen to music about like that helps fuel that mood I'm like Mm -hmm. click hello (laughs) and it's just made me feel so much better as opposed to listening to the same music all the time yeah I'm getting really sick and tired of reggaeton yeah I
0: haven't listened to reggaeton since I was like a teenager so I don't even know what that's like anymore.
1: <laughs> I just like, I loved reggaeton so much, but it was just getting too much because it was in my, like the most concentrated type of music I had in that playlist yeah. that saved songs. Um, it just, it got boring. And music's yeah. not supposed to be boring. It's
0: supposed to be fun. Yeah. My so. music tastes are so eccentric. Like they're just so all over the place. So, so you like, don't have the same music taste. No, 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 no. Like this is like very <laughs> different. Like I've just like gone even further than that. Like I've gone oh. into recently southern gothic which is like
1: okay, okay. yeah you've lost me yeah, yeah yeah, it's
0: like country slash bluegrass slash blues with what? like a, a gothic feel to it i know exactly what? exactly what? exactly just a lot of banjos and stuff exactly <laughs> 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 and then and then like also goths and banjos okay. yes lots goths of banjos. and banjos goths and banjos it's fucking amazing so good i'm
1: intrigued
0: I although
1: that. someone told me that nintendo core exists and i i'm so bitch curious. another one
0: another one Bardcore. what's that oh my god Bardcore is like a new thing where it's just like medieval timey music and people have done covers of famous songs yasmin there's one i need to send you of what is love Oh her name is oh my god i love her so much she's relatively new on youtube but she's got like 600,000 followers because she's fucking amazing and anyone who's listening getting... um you got to listen to her i've actually set like i never set up bell notifications for anyone i've set it up <laughs> for her because she is worthy of it her name is Hildegard von Blingen okay and she That sounds dope yeah she's just she's fucking amazing and yeah it's just so good so, bardcore is another thing, and also I've been listening to—they um, call it—they call it medieval slash historical uh, metal. <laughs> and one of my favorite bands at the moment is Skuld. Um, they're like a Norwegian band, I believe. So they do um, their songs in like Scandinavian languages, and they use medieval Scandinavian instruments in it and that's the girl sick. the singer's voice is beautiful like it's amazing um and they've got a new album coming out soon so i've been listening to them a lot as well so yeah i'm all over the place with my music and then i listen to Ramstein.
1: <laughs> i am like beyond excited oh, um and, and dolly. that's gonna be my new playlist oh and dolly i mean dolly. dolly's an icon jolly oh, on repeat oh, for hours dolly.
0: oh and oval pack so yeah like my music tastes are all oh and little big because you know got to throw some like russian like techno in there as well
1: <laughs> you are so weird i love I it so much so weird yeah i literally just did like a full like hip-hop rap um playlist and then i did one entirely surrounded surrounding wap um because mm-hmm, iconic mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh-huh, uh-huh um then i also did one surrounding baby one more time because britney <laughs> spears also iconic exactly. um and then and then i did one around like surrounding the sex pistols so you know yeah metallica lesson yeah um oh yeah no I've, I've,
0: so southern Gothic. <laughs> one, of, one of my highly recommended southern gothic bands is um bridge city sinners fucking amazing yeah uh, that's gonna be, be on
1: my week. to-do list for the next week
0: yes you have to listen nintendo core
1: and southern gothic Yeah, I I, I
0: highly, highly recommend.
1: Um, Anyway, music aside, what is your, what is the self-care activity that you engaged in this past week?
0: So I have like today was a very, very bad day today. Mm -hmm. I was feeling there's a lot of stuff going on. I was just feeling so super anxious and overwhelmed. And I've just haven't been able to process stuff properly Mm because I just haven't had time to just sit in it. And Mm -hmm. then I've sat in it didn't turn out mm-hmm. very well okay and sometimes like my my way of dealing with stuff that i'm going through and helping me come down and ground myself mm-hmm. uh is watching a shit ton of period dramas bless oh pride and prejudice did you smash pride and prejudice dude i literally watched that right before we started this <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one with colin firth i will take you know Kira knightley's great but that movie is shit
0: Okay. Uh, okay? I the Only BBC
1: uh-huh. episodes, mm, mm, fucking, mm, you know, mm, Colin Firth mm, coming mm, out yeah. of that, lake, wet white shirt
0: on. I will admit, I watched the 2005 version with Keira Knightley, only because, I, I know, Colin Firth, obviously, but, like, it was six hours, and I literally only had two hours. So, you know, before I actually... Before I started uh, this, right? Efficiency over okay. greatness. Okay. Like Exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. See. So I understand. Yes. Secondly, Matthew McFadden, who plays Darcy in that one, saving grace mm. of that movie. Yes, no. Oh when he says I love you to her, oh literal chills. And Donald I'm
1: totally and ardently in love with you. Or whatever yeah. the fuck the quote is.
0: But I do like Donald Sutherland's portrayal of Mr. Bennett but better. Because you actually see the love that he has for uh, Lizzie over his other daughters like you see is that, that BBC she, or movie that's movie because you actually see that he actually does she is a hot like a favorite you don't really feel that in the mm,
1: that's in true. the BBC
0: one and the only thing I like I, BBC one amazing the best like no other trailer Pride of Prejudice beats it the one thing that needed to be worked on was the chemistry after they got together because it still feels like they hate each other, and that's yeah, it was in like in real
1: life they did. <laughs> it was like two bricks decided to get married.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Hello, uh, 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 Richard. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay." But oh, but Colin Firth's smile at the end. Oh
1: my God! Colin Firth throughout that entire thing, Sariah. <sighs> Do you want to hear a fun, like a really quick fun story? Sorry to yeah. our fans. A really quick fun story about Pride and Prejudice, the BBC version. When I was living in Madrid, I had my friend Julia to come over, and we were going to have this really big night. But instead, we decided to stay home and pull an all-nighter and watch the whole BBC series, mm-hmm. right? So we were drinking tea and watching BBC. The next oh. day, we decided to go out like clubbing and stuff. So we're getting ready, and we got our high heels on. And then I get a knock on the door, and it's the downstairs neighbour. You crack the shits because she goes, you better not be partying here because last night you had a party and it was ridiculous. And I was like, bro, we were just watching Pride and Prejudice and drinking (laughs) tea. (laughs) Like, like, this is Madrid, man. Like, party culture is really wild. So... Okay. <laughs>
0: but I, I just love, you know, his idea of party was probably like the theme music of the start going. Yes! Plus,
1: <laughs> also, to fell off a couch at one point, so there was okay, a lot that's, of
0: laughter. That's yeah, fucking hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so good. I'm probably going to end up watching the BBC version after we finish recording. Honestly, it same. So Fuck much. yeah. absolutely. What oh, a vibe. Colin Firth. And like, that's the thing. I just like watch. Like, I watch all the period dramas. Like, I watch the. Oh, have you watched the Jane Eyre series nah. on Stan? Fucking nah. watch it.
1: Oof. I have watched the Great though. It's not a period I drama. It's yeah, a. Like, it's, I guess yeah, no, it's a it's satire. A
0: period, no, it's a period drama because it's about Catherine. It's funny. Them. Yeah, there's period dramas that are funny too. But yeah, I've, I've I've literally I've literally got like really. Nearly every version of a Jane Austen novel that has been created into like a film or TV show, and I just go through let's, them. I'll, let I'll watch like five different versions of Pride and Prejudice. It is fine.
1: <laughs> if binge watching TV is your self care activity, yeah. that is something I can get behind. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and that's that what is what some
1: real shit.
0: But I only ever binge watch period dramas, and that's what I, I do. Love today. It you know what it makes you happy exactly exactly
1: i've been i've been to watch archer on repeat <laughs> makes me happy it's all good um you know what i think sorry it would be a really good idea if mm-hmm. maybe people could send us uh their self-care activities for the week Ooh, yeah that'd be fun yeah so do you want to go through the ways that they can communicate us or shall i uh
0: you do it you do it with okay. says
1: um, so if you want to get in contact with us and talk to us about, uh, toxic positivity or, you know, what you're doing for your self-care activity, or if you just want to talk to us about Colin Firth coming out of a lake with his white, wet, see-through top, uh, say
0: no more. <laughs> say no more. Honestly, no more. I, uh, also like I have been following all the, like, jane austen like meme pages and fuck yes. oh send those to me because i love those
1: <laughs> yes also if you want to receive any uh jane austen uh memes you can sign into our dms on our instagram uh we are the soznotsozpod uh we are s-o-z-n-o-t-s-o-z-p-o-d on instagram you can also email us at the soznotsozpod at gmail.com so that's soz n-o-t-s-o-z-p-o-d at gmail.com you can find us and our episodes you're listening to this so you probably already know but i'm gonna do it anyway spotify which is new to us we're very excited Whoop. apple podcast which is yeah. new to us we're very excited overcast which i didn't know existed until this week hot bean <laughs> um and some There's a couple of other places that I don't know how to pronounce, but you can find us places. Just Google.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the main ones. So, yeah. Just
1: just Google and look for your girls, okay?
0: Yeah, and we'll be coming through your airwaves. Ooh. (laughs) That was a bit creepy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys, and Mm -hmm. we will see you in the next episode. Ciao. Bye. (laughs)